Most matriculants will only know whether they made it by tomorrow, but for the different provinces, the top 10 students have already been congratulated on a grand scale. One fully accredited assessment body is Sakai, and they can celebrate the fact that one of their students, a Muslim girl, is among the top 10 matrics. Sakai was officially fully accredited by Omalusi in October 2022 after operating as a provisionally, uh, provisionally accredited assessment body since 2012. So, to tell us more, we are joined on the line by the CEO of the company, Keith Maseko. Keith, a very good morning to you. Welcome. Good morning to you and your listeners. Now, let me start off by asking you to explain what is an accredited assessment body and, and how does Sakai fit in there? How many accredited assessment bodies are there? Um, well, within the space that operates, IEB and the Department of Basic Education. Um, accreditation basically means that Umandusi has gone through rigorous processes to make sure that when we do conduct exams, um, these exams can also then be deemed credible and reliable. So I'm just trying to simplify it, uh, you know, for our listeners, because as as we talk, I'm looking at the, the TV screen in studio and I see Panyazali Sufi, the premier, talking about the IEB and the NSC becoming one. Uh, is this then related to Sakai as well? Is would you fall with would you fall within what the premier is saying that everyone needs to come under one exam, one body? If I'm understanding his remarks correctly, um, very much so. Sakai would also fall under the same scope. Um, but um, with that one, Suleiman, I would prefer not really much to comment on that. I think uh, I've seen uh, a couple of debates surrounding mm. that. But um, at the end of the day. Um, when I look at the Sakai cohort, we serve a specific um, cohort. And that particular cohort, um, we feel that there is a need for them to have an assessment, private assessment body that can give them an opportunity to write their metric exams. And in this particular case, what do I mean by that? Um, we have learners that would have applied to public school public schools uh, around them, but cannot find space mm. within within the catchment area. Moreover, these same candidates and parents eventually cannot also afford um, private schooling uh, in the case of brick and mortar institutions as well within the catchment area. This then opts, um, gives them an option for them to explore um, online schooling or distance education. And that is the cohort that we predominantly serve. So one exam, uh, one metric across the board, um, looking at our cohort, I think that would mean a lot of adjustments in the education uh, space pertaining to having enough brick and mortar schools um, and uh, parents, even the economy, being able to even to afford private schooling if they cannot find space in the public schooling space. So um, it's quite a difficult mm. one. But I think I've seen some of the sentiments from the public pertaining to uh, them being quite upset about such a statement. But um, I think it's, it's further engagements with the Premier in terms of um, getting a, a full perspective of what the country currently entails. It's not as easy as one matric, one assessment body across the board. So Sakai then deals more with, with, with online schooling, the IEB with private schooling, and the NSC with public schooling. Would, would, would that be an accurate description? Very much so. Well put. 
Okay, so how did you guys fare this year as compared to previous years? Well, we are proud that we've managed to maintain the 72% uh, pass rate um, across across the board. And that is the same pass rate that we had actually achieved last year. Um, why we are proud of that is because we actually had an additional close to 900 learners uh, being added to our cohort for 2023. So when you add more learners, there is a high likelihood that it, either the pass rate could potentially increase or even then decrease. But holding it to 72% with um, additional distinctions, with additional um, uh, the degree passes or bachelor passes, plus increase in our higher certificate passes and diploma passes, uh, that is something to also then be proud of. So essentially, when I look at the 72%, as much as it may be deemed as being static, Hmm. but I think we are really holding the ship and we're really proud of the learners being able to actually, um, you know, get more distinctions and more passes across the board. Now, obviously, of relevance to our audience is that uh, a Muslim girl that that falls under your accreditation as Sakai is among the top 10 uh, metrics. Are you able to, to reveal her name and her school? (laughs) <laughs> not not at the moment, uh, not at the moment, but we we did send out correspondence to all the um, institutions or schools or online schools that uh, these top uh, 10 candidates, in fact, it's actually top 12, because you have two candidates or three rather that uh, are more or less, you know, in line in terms of the average. Um, so essentially, send out correspondence to the institutions that requested um, them to engage with the learners for us to have some sort of consent for potential interviews. So, going forward, I mean, what 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 role does Sakai play in trying to to improve the performance of of matrix that right under your auspices? Is there anything that you can do, or is it purely dependent on on on, on the schools that uh, they they study at? It's 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 a symbiotic relationship um, because at the end of the day, we know that. Uh, the teaching and learning still lies with the online school. And each online school um, has its own responsibility to make sure that there is still enough learner support, uh, the integrity of the school-based assessment as when they are going through the whole process throughout the course of the year. The integrity of these marks should not necessarily be inflated because it causes parents to have expectations that if my child was having 100% throughout the course of the year, or the walking to the exam, and there's a huge discrepancy between the exam performance, which has more weighting, versus the school-based assessment, all of a sudden people shock, why did my child not pass? Mm. So it, it is quite a symbiotic relationship that on one end, teaching and learning lies with the institution, but we as the assessment body, we can actually engage institutions in terms of breaking down learner performance, historical learner performance, and they say, please concentrate on these sort of measures to make sure that learners are fully prepared for exam. So we do have what we would call uh, institution engagement, try and get them on par, uh, not only for the SBA issues that we tend to face or these schools-based um, assessments uh, that tend to be inflated by either teachers or tutors or whoever is assisting the learners, but also making sure that these learners are well equipped in terms of having past exam papers and to focus on the questions that tend to give learners uh, challenges throughout the course. 
Just before I let you go, uh, Keith, just, just one more point of clarity in regards to what we were discussing earlier. So the different accredited bodies uh, or accredited mm-hmm. assessment bodies, uh, do their learners write different papers? So, for example, uh, a learner under Sakai writing, say, English versus a, a learner uh, under the IEB or NSC, do they write the same paper or different papers? The matric qualification is essentially uh, the same. Um, the look and feel of a paper could differ from one assessment body to the other. And I repeat, the look and feel. Uh, but parents can be really much ensured that the quality of a mark attached to a subject deemed as matric, that quality is overseen uh, by Umalusi by making sure that IEB, DBE, Sakai papers have been approved by by Umalusi, that the quality, the standard, the cognitive levels, etc., cetera, uh, are more or less at the qualification standard that it, it requires. So the look and feel would more or less be um, the difference. But also, as you have indicated, the differences will also be the interventions taken by the assessment body in supporting its respective schools or online schools, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right, Keith, thank you so much. Thank you for having me on your show. That was Keith Masako, CEO of uh, Sakai, the f- of one of the fully accredited assessment bodies. Uh, one of their learners, they can't reveal the name yet, a Muslim girl is among the top 10 metrics.